Hey folks, hope you are doing great. We are out with another interesting topic of discussion, whereby we have discussed about how to analyze the portfolio performance and evaluation, so without any further ado let's start our topic of discussion. There are two types of portfolio management. One, is passive management in which the investor invests in the broad market index and does not perform any security analysis or select individual securities. Hence analysis of securities is not required if one is a passive investor. A passive investor simply invests in the index and holds it in order to earn commensurate return. Second is active management, in which the investor is actively engaged in the analysis and selection of securities so as to earn superior returns. The idea here is to invest in undervalued stocks or assets so as to reap higher gains. We have seen in one of our previous blog that in an efficient market, passive management is the best strategy as no one can consistently outperform the market. In an efficient market all the securities are fairly priced and hence there are no underpriced assets. Therefore security analysis and selection is of no use. One should simply invest in the market index. However in real world the markets are not efficient as assumed under EMH. Hence there is always a room for active management. Now once an investor has selected his portfolio, the next step is to evaluate the performance of the portfolio and, if needed, revise the portfolio according to the changing circumstances and investment objectives. This blog deals with the methods of portfolio performance evaluation. Portfolio performance evaluation Once an investor selects a portfolio it is necessary that he evaluates its portfolio periodically so as to achieve his financial goals. If there is no performance evaluation, then it is not necessary that the portfolio is performing as expected. This may be due to various reasons such as changes in the investment environment or unexpected performance of the companies whose securities are held etc. An investor may hold more than one portfolios of assets such as equity portfolio comprising only shares and bond portfolio comprising only bonds. The overall portfolio of an investor is the combination of all these portfolios. Hence it is necessary for every investor to evaluate the performance of various portfolios that he holds. In case of performance evaluation it is necessary to have a benchmark portfolio against which the performance of the portfolio will be evaluated. A benchmark is the standard portfolio which provides minimum performance standards. If the given portfolio performs better than the benchmark portfolio, then the given portfolio is outperformer. On the other hand if the given portfolio performs less than the benchmark portfolio, then the given portfolio is underperformer. There are many methods or techniques for evaluating the performance of portfolios. They are categorized as, absolute return measure and risk-adjusted measures or methods. Absolute return measure, in absolute return measure we compare the absolute returns of various portfolios as well as benchmark portfolio. There is no consideration of risk in case of performance evaluation using this measure. Portfolio having highest return is the top performer while the one giving least return is the poorest performer. For example, if the returns on two portfolios P and Q are 24% and 17% respectively then portfolio P is a better performer than portfolio Q as per absolute return measure. However the serious limitation of this measure is that it does not consider risk at all. It compares returns regardless of the underlying risks. It is not acceptable as different portfolios may have differing degrees of risk. For example if the risk of portfolio P is very high say 30% while the risk of portfolio Q is very low say 5%, then the two portfolios cannot be compared just on the basis of returns. Hence we need some risk-adjusted measures to evaluate the performance of portfolios. Risk-adjusted measures. Risk-adjusted measures adjust the return from a portfolio for the underlying risk. These measures are Sharpe ratio, or index, trainer's ratio, or index, and Jensen's alpha. 
they are discussed below. 1. Sharpe's measure, or Sharpe ratio or Sharpe index. William Sharpe developed a composite measure to evaluate the performance of mutual funds. It expresses risk premium, or excess return, of the portfolio in terms of per unit of total risk. The excess return or risk premium is the excess of actual return over the risk-free return. Total risk is measured by the standard deviation of the returns from the portfolio. It is also termed as reward to volatility ratio. It is calculated as under SP equals return of portfolio less return of risk-free investment, standard deviation of portfolio. Thus Sharpe ratio converts risk premium into risk premium per unit of risk. The higher the Sharpe's ratio, the better it is. Ranking of portfolios. When we have to rank the portfolios we give first rank to the one having highest Sharpe ratio and the last rank to the one having lowest Sharpe ratio. Hence ranking of portfolios can be done in the descending order of Sharpe ratio. Whether outperformed or underperformed. In order to find out whether the portfolio has outperformed or underperformed we need some benchmark portfolio say the market portfolio. If the Sharpe ratio of the given portfolio is higher than the Sharpe ratio of market portfolio, or any other benchmark portfolio, then, we say that the given portfolio has outperformed the market or is an outperformer. On the other hand if the Sharpe ratio of the given portfolio is lower than the Sharpe ratio of market portfolio, or any other benchmark portfolio, then, we say that the given portfolio has underperformed the market or is an underperformer. 2. Trainer's measure, or trainer's ratio. Another risk-adjusted measure is trainer's ratio. Trainer's measure of portfolio performance, like Sharpe, measures portfolio's risk premium return per unit of risk, but it uses systematic risk as indicated by beta factor. Trainer's ratio, TP, is calculated as under. TP equals, return of portfolio less return of risk-free investment, beta of portfolio. A portfolio with higher trainer's ratio is considered as a better performer than a portfolio with lesser trainer's ratio. Hence the higher the trainer's ratio the better it is. Ranking of portfolios. When we have to rank the portfolios we give first rank to the one having highest trainer's ratio and the last rank to the one having lowest trainer's ratio. Hence ranking of portfolios can be done in the descending order of trainer's ratio. Whether outperformed or underperformed. In order to find out whether the portfolio has outperformed or underperformed we need some benchmark portfolio say the market portfolio. If the trainer's ratio of the given portfolio is higher than the trainer's ratio of market portfolio, or any other benchmark portfolio, then, we say that the given portfolio has outperformed the market or is an outperformer. On the other hand if the trainer's ratio of the given portfolio is lower than the trainer's of market portfolio, or any other benchmark portfolio, then, we say that the given portfolio has underperformed the market or is an underperformer. It must be noted that the trainer's ratio of market portfolio is always equal to its risk premium or excess return. This is because the beta factor of the market portfolio is always 1. Hence in the denominator of the formula of trainer's ratio we have 1. Can Sharpe ratio and trainer's ratio give contradictory results? It must be noted that Sharpe ratio uses total risk while trainer's ratio uses systematic risk in the denominator. Total risk comprises of systematic as well as unsystematic risk. If there is no unsystematic risk, especially in case of well and perfectly diversified portfolio, then the total risk and systematic risk will be same and hence Sharpe ratio and trainer ratio will provide similar results. However, it is quite possible that the total risk of a portfolio is not equal to its systematic risk only. It may also comprise of unsystematic risk. Especially in case of not so diversified portfolios we find that there is presence of significant amount of unsystematic risk. In such case Sharpe ratio and trainer ratio may provide contradictory results. 3. 
Jensen's measure, or Jensen's alpha, Michael Jensen's measure, denoted by D, is also a risk-adjusted measure. It is the actual return on the portfolio over and above the cap and predicted return. It is measured as follows. DJ equals actual return expected return under cap. It can be observed that Jensen's alpha measures abnormal return of a portfolio. The higher the alpha, the better it is. The value of alpha may be positive, zero or negative. When the portfolio provides a return higher than the expected return as per cap, the value of Jensen's alpha is positive. When the portfolio provides a return exactly same as expected under cap, the value of Jensen's alpha is zero. On the other hand, when the portfolio provides a return lower than the expected return as per cap, the value of Jensen's alpha will be negative. It must be noted that the Jensen's alpha of the market portfolio is always zero. This is because the beta factor of the market portfolio is always one. Therefore, if we put beta of the portfolio as one in the equation of cap above, we get the market return only. Hence, actual market return is always same as expected market return. And therefore, Jensen's alpha of the market portfolio is always zero. Ranking of portfolios. When we have to rank the portfolios, we give first rank to the one having highest Jensen's alpha and the last rank to the one having lowest Jensen's alpha. Hence, ranking of portfolios can be done in the descending order of Jensen's alpha. Whether outperformed or underperformed, using Jensen's alpha a portfolio outperforms if Jensen's alpha is positive. On the other hand, if Jensen's alpha is negative, the portfolio is said to be an underperformer. If Jensen's alpha is zero, then the portfolio is performing as expected. Trainer's ratio and Jensen's alpha It must be noted that both the trainer's ratio and Jensen's alpha use a systematic risk factor i.e. beta factor to evaluate the performance of the portfolio. Hence they always provide similar results in terms of ranking. This is how we need to check our portfolio performance and evaluate it accordingly. Well this was all from our side, hope you have enjoyed today's content and added some more knowledge about the markets. We keep bringing such type of content related to markets, so if you want more such content then make sure you follow us and subscribe to our channel. If you have some topic which you want us to cover then mention the same in comment section, we will try to bring content on that topic as well. Happy learning, happy investing. This is Finance with Batra. Financially departing you.